Renovation Made Right podcast is partnering with our friends at Renify. We know that planning a renovation is stressful enough, so let the experts take care of the financing. Renify's innovative loan options allow you to borrow more money and create a home that you love today. I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Welcome back. This is another episode of Renovation Made Right. I am Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. And we are so excited to be back here speaking with you again today. Um, Today, we are going to talk about... Um, making your home more energy efficient in the winter and means of doing that and partners that you can call upon um, to help get that done. But before we do that, because I am grateful for our listeners and grateful for our expanding numbers and our sponsors, um, I want to thank everybody for listening and and, uh, appreciate you for uh, for doing that. So please uh, like, subscribe, and follow, and we greatly uh, appreciate you doing that. Um, And if you've got a friend that you think might benefit from the information we bring to bear, uh, if you want to share that with them, that would be awesome. So thanks again for uh, for being here with us. We yes, appreciate thank it. thank you very much. And thank you for your nice comments and your questions. We love the questions, by the way. Please bring us some questions. Yeah, more questions. So, so I always tease people saying, well, you probably could have found that out on Google. And that is true in most cases. However... Send us the question first and then look it up on Google. Oh. If you can't wait. Google is like, uh, no, we are way better. We are way better. Forget <laughs> now, the Google. I'm not, I'm not saying we're not better. I'm yeah. just saying often there are answers that you can get quicker. And I have never been known as a patient person. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> so uh, so we want to talk about today weatherization in, in the Northeast here. We are moving into the cold weather months. It was we are. 34 degrees this morning Although as I was we were, leaving the house. We were just taking a walk last night and we were crunching through the leaves. And I said, I really like that sound. We did go for I, it. I wasn't yeah. sure I could ever live in some place where there weren't leaves to crunch under feet. Right. And so actually under our new, our new thing this winter is uh, we went out we went and ordered a bunch of uh, like walking, like like reflective walking vests that have, We're total geeks that have LED lights on them. We are. Because now, instead of just letting the dark stop our activity at night, where right. we would otherwise go out for a nice walk after dinner, we're doing it anyway. Yep. And we, but we do look like complete dorks, but it doesn't, we're not going to get we hit do. by a car. We, we have, we have right. the headlamps on our We've got the headlamps, we got the, vet, forehead, the lit vest. we got the vest. Yep. 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 But nobody's going to hit us. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway. The uh, to the topic at hand. I'm sorry. No, the sorry. topic at hand is as we get to the cold. But, but we digress. As we get to the cold weather months, we want to talk about um, the opportunities that exist for improving your efficiency. Now, we're in the Northeast. Um, in particular, we do a lot of work in Massachusetts. We happen to live in Massachusetts, but many many states have programs that are similar. It happens to be that the Massachusetts program is very robust and. Uh, and has a lot to offer. But other states, many other states, including New Hampshire, our, our you know, a neighboring state, also have energy programs that can help you uh, reduce the operating cost of your home and increase the comfort of your home 
at a dramatic savings off of what the real value of the work is. Right. right? Um, and the payback can be very quick. Right. Mm -hmm. So so I took advantage of that and had, uh, in our case, Mass Save uh, come out to the home. They sent out a uh, an energy expert to do an audit of the home and assess where uh, there were opportunities for us to make improvements. And I was really stunned, you know, and so we used to own a weatherization company. So I'm very familiar with the business and I'm very familiar with the methodologies and the things that you think about. What I wasn't as familiar with is just how when you have an energy program in your state that helps to subsidize the work, uh, just how much money you effectively save for the work that's happening. So, you know, in our case, what is probably about $4,000 of actual value work is going mm -hmm. to cost us 600 bucks. Yeah, which is amazing. Right? It's pretty amazing. And they also send you light bulbs and, you know, there's like all that LED stuff, right. stuff yeah. to replace your existing light bulbs with. It's it's terrific. Right. It's a so, terrific program. And, and the other thing, in our, in our last program, we were talking about products that we really liked. One product we kicked around was the idea of a, of a tankless, you know, or on-demand heater, water heater. They have rebates for those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So if you are taking out inefficient equipment from your home and going to be installing new, more efficient equipment, they have uh, zero interest loans mm -hmm. available, in, at least in, in Massachusetts. Now, what's the takeaway? So a couple things I want to talk about. One is uh, just the basic principles of how you make your home more efficient. And then the other takeaway from that is um, spend some time doing some searching online to find out what your state offers. If your state has a program that you can utilize to uh, to take advantage of making your house more efficient, I would absolutely go for it. Mm -hmm. And and uh, that, like to have the expert come out to the house and provide us with a quote had zero cost at all. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but, uh, but doing the work is going to be awesome. So now, backing up a little bit, the basic fundamental issue with any of our homes as it relates to comfort and efficiency revolves around air leakage and air movement in your house. Right. Right. So a lot of people are under the misimpression that boatloads of insulation actually solves all your problems. Right. right? If I, you know, if a little is good, more is better. Right. And but there's it doesn't a, because it's porous. Right. And then, but now there's a part of that that is true. Little is good, more is better in insulation. But the bigger part of it is because just what you said, insulation is porous. Fiberglass is super porous, right? Mm -hmm. Cellulose is porous as well, um, unless you dense pack it. The bigger issue is how do I stop air from moving? And what we all don't really appreciate is, and because you, you can't see it, is that every day what's happening in your home is air comes into your home in various places. Typically comes into the lower parts of your house mm -hmm. where you know infiltration occurs where the house meets the foundation, sometimes around your windows and your doors, sometimes in just any other penetrations in your home. Well, that's where you get into to trouble with, you know, radon. Right. right. Like it comes in actually through your foundation, radon it, gas. Through the, through the slab, right? right. Through the ground. Yeah. If, if that's a problem. And so right. you do have air just moves right through from from bottom to top. Correct. And so that's actually called the stack effect. Right. So what ends up happening is uh, you let's 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 make it a little easier to visualize and just say, OK, a cubic foot of air, which is about the size of a basketball, a cubic foot of air in your house is just sitting in your house. Now, because you want to be comfortable, you heat that air. Right, and so when you heat that air, what happens when you heat air? It goes up. It rises like a hot air balloon. Precisely, right? Great metaphor there. So it, it it rises, and when it rises, is it a metaphor or an analogy? An analogy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My wife just kind of grunted, I'm like, uh. and what that really means is you're kind of an idiot. <laughs> Uh, but you're my idiot. Right, right. But and I yours. love you. So, uh, so you heat that 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 square foot of air, uh, that basketball of air, and when you heat it, it expands and it rises. Mm -hmm. Now, 
the only way it can it rises is it's got to get somewhere now. It's it's rising and trying to escape effectively. Mm-hmm. So what it does is pressurize the upper level of your house. And even if your house is a ranch, it's pressurizing the ceiling, mm-hmm. right? So as it pressurizes the ceiling, it creates a vacuum at the lower level, right? Mm-hmm. Because two things are happening. It's pressurizing the top and looking for areas to find to escape. To escape. So what kind of areas when you when you pressurize that that upper level of your house, what kind of areas can it find to get out? Light fixtures. Perfect, right? Especially recessed cans. Yeah, effectively. It's a big any, chimney. Yeah. Any hole in the sheetrock, um, which is a recessed can, a light fixture, a smoke detector, uh, a scuttle hole up in your attic, um, or even if you have a chimney. So keep in mind, this also doesn't happen just at the ceiling level. It also happens uh, at other places in your house as well. So where the electricians and the plumbers drill holes through the walls to run pipes and up into the attic to run electricity and to run vents and ductwork. Any of those holes, any of those penetrations mm-hmm. are basically like freeways for air to move up through your home, mm-hmm. right? And so let's say you, you might have a furnace in the basement that also heats the second floor. Well, that ductwork has to travel from the basement up to the second floor. If that is not a tightly sealed chase, which there almost never are, mm-hmm. that is also allowing air to go flying up into the attic mm-hmm. and escaping the house, right? So as the air is flying up into the attic and escaping the house... It's creating a vacuum. And what is it doing? It's sucking in outside air, mm-hmm. right? So outside air comes in at the bottom of your house, and it comes in cold. You heat it up, and it rises to the top. It finds all the ways to escape. And it uh, goes it, away. And it goes away. It's, and just, it's just watching your money fly out of your that's house. That's exactly right. And so, every, and so every cubic foot of air that you've now paid to heat up is escaping, and it's being replaced with cold air. you got to do it all over again, mm-hmm. right? Now, in some cases, in, in older homes that really have had nothing done to them, you can actually feel that by way of air moving like when you're sitting. Right? Mm-hmm. You can feel drafts in your yeah. home, right? And many people have complained about the fact that they feel drafts if they, you know, at night if they're sitting watching TV and, and, and it's a cold evening, they might feel cold air at their feet, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's actually air moving in from the outside mm-hmm. and it's being pulled across the floor because the, the other rest of the air is actually drawing it in as it rises and escapes, right? Mm-hmm. And this cycle is repeating itself constantly called the stack effect. Um, and so... The best way to tackle that is not just throw insulation at the problem. Mm-hmm. The best way to tackle that is to buy is by air sealing. And that is the most important function of any weatherization program that you're gonna hi- that you're gonna have done, mm-hmm. right? Is the air sealing. Now here's the thing and I, I want to just this is a caveat emptor sort of a situation. Buyer beware, be careful about this. When people are coming into air seal, they're then going to, in most cases, cover over the air sealing with insulation, mm-hmm. right? I would actually ask the contractor to show you the air sealing work before they cover it with insulation, mm-hmm. right? Either by way of photographs digitally or by way of bringing you up in the attic and checking it out. Because th- the real value, and by the way, the air sealing part of it is actually pretty miserable work, mm-hmm. right? You typically already have insulation up there. So they got to move the insulation gotta, out of the way. Correct. Got to find where all the air gaps are. Correct. Spray that nasty goo. Yep. And so, yeah, they're usually typically using foam, uh, not spray foam, but one part foam, which comes out of a can. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you might see stuff like that in, you know, the big box stores called Great Stuff. It's mm-hmm. really goopy stuff that expands, but it's the right stuff to cover over the holes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, you know, every single penetration in your ceiling is a source of leaking, whether that's a bathroom vent fan, whether that is uh, a hole where a wire came through, or whether that's, you know, anything you can think of, that's a source of leaking. And 
you know, you will meaningfully change the way your house functions as you plug up those leaks. Right. right? So the other place that, it, but but again, you need to verify that that air sealing has been done well because it's not just about the insulation. And then the last piece of that is before we get to the insulation side of it is. Uh, is the air sealing where the house meets the foundation. So that's the other piece, which is going around where the house sits on the concrete or mm -hmm. sits on the stone uh, and using the same kind of air sealing system and creating a place where the air is not getting sucked in. So you stop the air leaking out of the top, you stop the air getting pulled into the bottom, and now you have static air. Right. Right. And now you can go about the process of making it more efficient. But before we talk about that... <gasps> Is it time? It is time. It is time to talk about our sponsor. Which we are very thankful to partner up with Redify. We are very thankful. And uh, so let's let's just talk a little bit about Redify, what they do. What do they do, David? Redify is actually a great name because what they do is provide financing for renovation projects. Yep, right? only. Oh, that's, no, that's their not market. Not new construction. Nope. Right. Their market, uh, the folks that are listening to this show who are considering doing renovation projects, they can create access to uh, to money for you to do your renovation project, right? right? And one of the things that's cool about what they do, they offer several types of loans, but one type of loan that allows you to actually borrow more money than you might otherwise be able to is the kind of loan that actually will loan you money based on the completed value of your home after you do the project. Right. Right? Um, so... Renify works exclusively with uh, with credit unions. Credit unions are nonprofit organizations that really have the borrower's best interest in mind, mm -hmm. and so and and Renify doesn't cost anything to use. Uh, you obviously have to pay for the loan and and costs associated with the loan, but actually working with Renify is free. Mm -hmm. uh, and what you get when you work with Renify is a rate estimating tool on their website. You get a dedicated advisor, um, and Renify will match you up with one of their top tier lending partners uh, to close your loan. Right. And they've actually helped thousands of people so far fund their renovation, and they've had over $4 billion in loan dollars requested. Exactly. So, uh, it's, and it's a great little website. It actually gives you a lot of good tools, so we would recommend you visit. Renify is not a lender. Rather, they've partnered with lenders that leverage Renify's technology to seamlessly provide Renify loans. Renify loans may not be available in your state. For a complete list of licensed states, please visit renify.com forward slash notices forward slash licenses. Renify is licensed as a mortgage broker and its NMLS ID number is 1802847. And so we're so thankful to have Renify on board and to be sponsoring Renovation Made Right. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. So now let's pick that back up. We've solved our problems on the air leakage side. Yep. Now the next thing we, we want to do. Our, our, we solved our problems on the financing, financing side. Financing side. We now, did. Right. So now, what, do, now what? Now what do we get to do? Now we get to actually insulate our attic. <gasps> now the other thing that's important too, right? If money were no object and you could indefinitely spend on improvement, there are lots of things you would do with your house. But if you're going to prioritize your house, mm -hmm. um, I, I like to use this sort of uh, example or this this uh, uh, shortcut to say A B C. Um, and in order where you want to spend your money is A, on your attic, B, in your basement, and C, in the center of your home. So the biggest opportunity for savings is by making your attic more efficient. Mm -hmm. The second biggest area for savings is by insulating and making your basement more efficient and less leaky, mm -hmm. especially where the house meets the foundation. Uh, and then the third and final way that you can improve the efficiency of your house is in the center, right? Because if you've done a good job now, at air sealing the top and air sealing the bottom, the middle of your house is effectively now neutral, mm -hmm. right? There's no pressure. 
and, and you don't have that stack effect. You don't have that stack effect problem. Mm -hmm. You should not be having as much leakage or escaping, right? Now, that's not to say that you're not going to get value out of replacing your windows if your windows are a mess. But it is to say that that is actually probably the the least return on investment mm -hmm. uh, relative to, say, what it costs to insulate and air seal your attic. Right. Right. So after you get the air sealing done up in the attic, the next big opportunity is just jack up the insulation. So back in the day, when I first started building... Uh, that R long ago? Yes. Uh, R30 or, or even R19 up in the attic. R19, right? I remember that, yeah. yeah and uh, and then the, over, the, over the course of time, the codes have become more demanding. Explain... What R I'm sorry, is, R. Right? R value. So R is a measure of resistance and resistance of how long it takes from heat to transmit from one area to another area and whatever's between those two areas by way of insulation and by way of, of material choices, there is an R value associated with that. It's, right? it's the time that it takes for the, right? Isn't Effecti that? Effectively, it's it, it, resistance is, is the, it's the amount of, of resistance that a material has to allow temperature to migrate through the material. Right. Right. And everything has an R value. Mm -hmm. Sheetrock has an R value. Wood has an R value. Everything has an R value effectively. Right. Uh, some are very poor. Mm -hmm. Some you know, like steel transmits instantaneous heat and cold almost right, immediately. Yeah. Which right? is why you cook with it. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, but uh, but every material does have an R value. And typically when you look at R values, you're looking at like a composition of all the materials that make up a given area. So mm -hmm. when you look at the R value of a wall, it's not just like the fiberglass itself that has a certain R value. It's, it's the when, the, when the fiberglass is in, a, in an assembly mm -hmm. and performing the way it's supposed to, like fiberglass, by the way, when you look at it in a wall, they they factor in that it's surrounded on four sides. Ah, right? okay. Yeah. And so it has plywood on one side, sheetrock on the other side, studs that capture it, and that, and that creates a value, right? But now that you get past the air sealing, uh, up to a point, more is better. Right? Mm -hmm. There does come a point of diminishing return, but as code has changed and as we have become as a as a country more energy conscious uh, and trying to, to move ourselves, you know, more off of fossil fuels and to, you know, and to be more uh, green mm -hmm. as a country, many states have implemented higher and higher codes now. These codes also vary a lot by region, right? Yeah, so, I was going to say Alaska has a very different... Ve right, very different. And yeah. you can actually look. There are online, there are uh, are regions across the country that are shaded and, and colored, and those regions end up driving certain code performance, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and, and, and there's places where... Uh, overspending on insulation in certain areas is actually really just wasteful, mm -hmm. right? Because you're never going to realize that value. But up in the Northeast, uh, you know, you can move yourself from, and the code has moved itself uh, from up and up and up to the point where you know, I, I am of the belief, and in fact, the, the home that we had our uh, specialist come in to look at, he defaulted to say, okay, we're going to go ahead and take you, we're going to count your existing insulation and call that on our 19, which was not quite right, but let's call mm -hmm. it that. And we're going to add an R22. So we're at about an R40, 40, mm -hmm. 40 41. Um, and that's fine. And they were willing to do that. I was actually willing to pay extra to take it to an R60, mm -hmm. right? R60 is sort of top tier in the Northeast. That's about as high as you really want to go uh, before it becomes a point of diminishing return is actually a waste. Mm -hmm. But depending on your region uh, and depending on, you know, some of the other factors in your market, uh, taking up that R value to improve the insulation performance is a really big deal, right? right? And then, like I said, the, so attic 
basement and center, ABC. And those are the priorities where you should be spending money to realize the best bang for your buck. And mm -hmm. if you do that, you will substantially eliminate some of the feelings that you get of draftiness in your house mm -hmm. uh, and, and, uh, and things like that. Uh, as long as you, it's done properly and done thoughtfully and you get some good value. Other areas to consider, too, are like if you have a scuttle hole, meaning a place where you would get up into your attic or a pull-down stair where you get up into your attic, mm -hmm. or even a door because you have a regular stair, stopping air there is also important, mm -hmm. right? Because so, that's a big, big, big sink. Big deal. So gasketing your door, having a threshold on your door up in the attic, or if you have a pull-down stair, putting an insulated box over that pull-down stair. Now, it's not enough just to put the insulated box. That insulated box actually has to create a seal mm -hmm. because your your attic stair is not sealed in most cases. Mm -hmm. Your attic stair is allowing air to go flying up it. So everywhere, you kind of think of it as a war. Like wherever there there's infiltration of air, that's the way you got to draw the battle line and mm -hmm. you got to fight that to make sure that you're not going to let that air escape, right? Hooah! So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. My little Marine. So, uh, so at any rate, that's, uh, that's what we're looking for is air sealing, insulation, our value. And if you look it up in your state to see if they've got a program, uh, you can get some amazing deals. Uh, but do be mindful of checking the quality of that air sealing work uh, and make sure it gets done perfectly before they blow the insulation. Very good. All right. How did you do? You did fantastic. Nice. I said maybe eight words this whole time, which is really what I could have taken a nap and that would have been great. <laughs> well, I can appreciate how from a design perspective, insulation is not as all that. As boring as yeah. can be, but Sorry it does save that. you a lot of money. So that's okay. All so right. this has been another great edition of Renovation Made Right. Well, that feels like a little conceited, isn't it? Like, I feel like, shouldn't we let the listeners decide whether it's great? Okay. You can tell us whether it's great. <laughs> By coming back and listening to another one, I guess. That or sending us a note. With your, voting with your ears. Yeah, or sending us a note. So thank you. Uh, this has been another edition of Renovation Made Right. We hope to see you again. I am Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this week of Renovation Made Right. We are ecstatic to partner with our friends over at Renify to deliver these podcasts to you. If you are looking to fund your renovation, head on over to renofi.com. That's R-E-N-O-F-I.com. Check them out. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.